I think it's only fair to reiterate before we play this game. I don't think that I'm going to get murdered, but I did have the thought yesterday. You were going to get murdered? Well, let me explain. AJ McCall at VFX. The game is called This or That because yesterday uh, the homecoming parade's going on right for the high schools. And yet again, someone, I want to reiterate, I understand and I appreciate as someone who enjoys his privacy that not everybody just runs up and bugs me. I very much appreciate this. I want to be very clear. Okay. But someone messaged me and said, hey... I was at the parade. I wanted to say hi, but I was worried that that was going to be weird. So I just I just wanted to say hi. And AJ's like, it's really not weird. It's, it's not. Really, it's really okay. It's re- it's not weird to come up to someone and say hi. No. Okay. But I had a thought, and I mentioned this on the Facebook Live. I was like, well, isn't it? Wouldn't it be a little bit more stalkerish to send the message, and be like, hey, I'm in the same place you are. No. No, it is not more stalkers to do that as opposed to just walk up and saying hi. No. No. Because if, if, if it, it's much more stalker-ish to not say anything, not say anything, not message at all, and then show up at your house. That's more stalkerish. That's the extreme, obviously. Yes, no one would deny that. My point is, is that people say that whenever you get those messages, I get those messages. Yeah. And again, I want to reiterate, reiterate, very much understanding, but it is very okay to come up and say hi. Please. I'm very happy to say hi to you and shoot the breeze. But people always say, I'm, I'm worried that I'm going to weird you out by coming up and saying hi. And I feel like sending a message saying, hey, I'm at the exact same place as you. What's going on? Phrasing it that way doesn't exactly come across less creepy to me when you're putting it next to, I'm worried about creeping you out by coming and saying hi. I mean, I think, not to get too deep on it or anything, but I think that's just society as a whole at this point, because it's like way easier for people to actually have a internet to internet conversation than it is to have a face-to-face conversation. Like when I think about it, I am one of the beyond awkwardest human beings that has ever existed. I tried to order an ice cream cone once and couldn't figure out how to just say it out loud. Ice cream cone. Dude, it was awful. It was the worst situation ever. But but, but if I had been able to just punch it in my phone, it would have been way easier. <laughs> it's so much easier. Fine. That is a fair point to make. Yeah. Bingo. Uh, Producer Butters, if there's not some, if there's something you don't know about him, it's the fact that if there is a fast food app, he probably has it. He yes. wheels and deals in fast food. Yes. More power to him. Yes. Which is why, with the development of this latest app that's being kicked around, I want him to get it so I can take advantage of it and see if I want it myself. I think it's a great idea regardless, but I want him to take advantage, do it first so I'm going to see how it works. How many subscriptions do you have right now that you're like, maybe, maybe I don't, maybe I should cancel them, but they just kind of sit there and they renew and they renew and they renew. (laughs) Why did you just hit me in a really sore spot? Because my point was, is that if you could use a monthly subscription to get food, wouldn't it be worth it? I mean, yeah, I would think so for the most part. AJ McCall on VFX. Now, if there's one thing you don't know about Producer Butters is that every fast food app that's out there, he's got it. There's a deal he knows about. Oh, yeah. I'll be like, did you know that Taco Bell is testing a taco subscription service in just select locations, Arizona, right now? Just Arizona? Just Arizona. Well, I guess we better move. But five to ten bucks a month, you get one free taco a day. You order through the a app; day? it's available, and you. Is it so? If you order it through the app, is it like you have to order something else? 
two? Or is it like you can just order the free taco? Nope, it's just the taco. It's your taco mm. subscription. Nice. And so it's, you know, a basic taco, Doritos Locos, because they clearly don't value those. They give them away all the time. I know, they're delicious. A couple different options, but the tacos range from 139 to 239 So you get like three tacos. If it's five bucks, you made your money. You get like five, you made your money for the month. But like, yes, why would you not do this? There's no way Taco Bell is not going to lose money on this deal. I don't think it's going to last. I don't know, because people, they get complacent with their subscriptions. Take, for example, last week. About a week and a half ago, we are logged on to watch. There was a movie that came out. Oh, it was The Watchmen. We logged on to watch The Watchmen. It was on Amazon Prime Video. I don't have Amazon Prime, right? So I was like, fine, we'll do a subscription for it. You know, 30 day, whatever. Great idea. So as we're on there, we finish it. Dustin's like, okay, let's look and see what this is. So the Godfather of Harlem comes up mm-hmm. and Dustin says, this looks like a really good show. Good, I'm be honest. So he clicks on it and it's like, oh, only available through Epics or whatever, <laughs> I think. And so it's like, oh, okay, great. So we get this subscription to Epics and it's like a seven day subscription, temporary. So I'm like, yeah, I'll totally remember to cancel it. Didn't remember to cancel it. Cancel it now. This is your reminder to cancel it now. No, because now I'm now I'm sucked in. (laughs) Now I'm sucked in. I can't. I can't cancel it now because now I like this show. It's really good. The true question is how many days in a month could you eat at the same place before you get sick of it? This is a question that comes up quite often because every once in a while, all the time apparently. Every once in a while, I get a hankering for something. Take for example sushi. Okay, so I got a hankering for sushi. You want to know what I ate three times that week? I'm going to guess sushi. Bingo. Yeah. You were correct. You would have gotten the money's worth of your subscription then. I, I did. <laughs> so I'll, uh, you know, I'll, 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 I get, I get these like cravings every once in a while. Taco Bell is one of them, as a oh, matter yeah. of fact. It's my, it's my favorite food. So every once in a while I go to Taco Bell. All right. I'm going to text producer betters now. Download the taco subscription app. I'm sure he's like, what? Except you can't because it's only in Arizona. Yeah, he's moving. It's fine. Yeah, he probably will. Kind of He'd probably be like, you know what? Done. <laughs> uh, yesterday, it started with McCall deciding who needed the cops called to them more, me or Ajay, based on our stories of breaking and entering and, and scaring kids. And then it just continued with other people's close calls with the law. What was your run-in with the officers after McCall was asked, hey, Ajay or AJ, which one should have the cops called on them more for the automatrix group debate date? Her answer was yes. Yes. My answer was yes. And I got to be honest, as one of the people involved in this story, fair. Yeah. Fair. AJ broke into somebody's house on accident. AJ broke into almost two houses on accident. One house for sure. He walked straight in and was like, oh, hey, guy. Sorry you're eating Doritos and I'm just chilling here. I almost broke into one house. I walked into a... I entered a second one. The the door was open. It's his fault. (laughs) (laughs) It's his fault that I, random stranger, walked in. (laughs) Uh, Liam's on the phone. Liam, what was your run-in with the law? It was, I was working for my first job at the movie theater, and um, my, my buddy, I'm from Alaska, and so it was like super, super slick in the parking lot, and my buddy and I decided we were going to do donuts in the parking lot. Oh, no. And we were like, yeah, this is super fun, super fun. Little did we know that the police department had moved literally across the parking lot a month before. Oh, my gosh. And so we're sitting there, and we're doing donuts and everything. We're like, yeah. And all of a sudden, like, 
the lights on a parked car turned on, and my buddy just, like, takes off, and I'm like, okay, whatever. And he just, like, creeps towards me, and he's, like, 20 feet away, and I'm like, it's a cop. And he turns his lights on, and I'm like, I hate my life. Oh! But I didn't get a ticket because I was in a criminology class, and we had had a police officer come and visit us, and he was like, you know, it's true when women, like, when they cry, it is harder for a lot of male cops to give tickets. He's like, but I'll give you guys a tip. If a guy cries, it's impossible for us to give a ticket to a guy because, because like, it happens so rarely. And so he, like, came up to me and he was like, so I'm guessing you know why I pulled you over. And I had been, like, working the tears up as he, like, came over. And I was like, I do. I do. Please don't give me a ticket. And so he, he, he was like, well, let me see your, your um. Let me see your license and registration. And so I gave it to him. <laughs> and so, like, the whole time he's gone, I'm, like, trying to work myself up even more. So by the time he comes down, if I'd had mascara on, it would have been, like, pouring down my face. And I was like, so what are you going to do? And he's like, well, I'm, I'm, we'll, we'll, we'll just give you a warning really quick. <laughs> Of course, we don't support doing that. No, <laughs> of course not. Uh, once you upon would a time, never. Uh, um, speaking of almost get the cops called, my buddy had a van in in high school, and uh-huh. we decided as a collectively as a group, don't do this. But we loved pulling the e brake in the snow. Right. One time, we almost flipped it. Oh my god! We had it on two wheels. Well, it's so dangerous. I mean, really, it's Look, very dangerous. Thirty-two year old me knows this. I know. Fourteen year old me thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Chris, Chris, what was your almost run-in with the law? So when I was younger, I used to move around like different states for different jobs all the time. And I bought a car in Indiana. And when I bought it, I put my old Michigan plate on it and drove it home to my parents' house. I was moving. So I had a bunch of like bags and like garbage bags in the back seat. And the car was like an Infiniti G35, like a, you know, like a high-end sports car, all uh-huh. black, big rims, blah, 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 right? Right. And... <laughs> I'm driving home and boop, boop, I get lit up by the police and they pull, they pull me over and they get me out of the car and they're cool, but they handcuff me, put me on the hood of the car. They open the trunk, go through all the garbage bags because apparently you can't switch license plates in Michigan like you can in Indiana or whatever the law was. So they thought I stole the car and went through every single bag I had and it took like two hours and it was, it was like really embarrassing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So just for clarity's sake, just, Again, you didn't steal the car. No, I bought it and to switch the license plate, which apparently you can't do. <laughs> That's nuts. Right, you win. You you actually ran into the cops. I'm sorry. I hope you're doing all right there. Yeah, I'm like, no one's going to put me over in this black tinted out sports car. I'm going to be fine. <laughs> Famous last words, I believe, is the phrase there. Famous last words. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Chris definitely had the... Uh, Probably worst story being put into handcuffs until Anonymous got a hold of us. Yes. We had one more story. It came in a little bit later that we absolutely are going to share with you. It's nuts. I swear the topic was what was your almost or your close call run in with the law? Uh huh. And then it turned into, well, this is how I got into the issue with the police. Yeah. AJ McCall at VFX Anonymous. What happened? I don't know if it counts because it's not a near run in, it's an actual run in with oh, the law. Oh, sweet. Still in. 100% in. So this is actually when I was 
16, and I'm from Nevada in okay. the Carson Valley. And me and my friends, underage, we went out to have some drinks. We drove, drove out on some dirt roads out in the middle of nowhere. I had a boyfriend at the time who had already had run-ins with the law before. Uh-huh. Oh, no. We had a friend that was a designated driver. Okay, good, so smart. So we, we thought we're being good. And so we, okay, we're ready to leave. And my boyfriend, he had been drinking, but he knew the roads, these dirt roads, it was dark. And he said, I'll drive us out the dirt roads. Oh, no. Main road. And then our friend, Heidi, she would be able to drive from that point. Oh, no. At that very moment that we get to that main road, a cop drives by. No. Now, my and my boyfriend, having had experience with Brennan's law, his, like, instinct was like, boom, I'm going to speed off. Oh, no. <laughs> so, of course, the cop slips around. Right. And comes after us, and, and he oh, gets gosh. going, like, 100 miles an hour. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So... Before you know it, there's, like, more than one cop car chasing after Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And then he goes to make a turn somewhere, and he crashes the car. Oh. And it hits, like, this big rock. Oh. You later find out that, that the person who lived there, they put these big rocks there because people kept <gasps> crashing. <laughs> like, they would go into his yard, so he put these rocks to block them. Oh it was, my. I guess, an infamous turn for people not making the turn right. Oh, and my gosh. my boyfriend, he pops out and runs. And then me and my friends are left there. And the two of us that had been drinking were, unfortunately, laughing. Oh, no. <laughs> Our other friend, who was a sober one, she's bawling. Oh, yeah, the reasonably. Were, like, pulled their guns on us. Oh, and, my gosh. Yeah, it was pretty intense. And apparently something you learn from, because I, I don't think I would ever so casually be like, yeah, they pulled our guns on us. Ha ha. Ha ha. Don't do that, right? No. Much mm-hmm. like don't do anything you ever hear in Florida or not. No. You know, in the right context, Olivia Rodrigo, I drive alone across the street. I mean, very Florida or not, I gotta be honest. Yeah. Kind of depends on what happens next, but you're well on your way to your own Florida or not headline. It's very true. Stranger Bridge led Florida Knot on VFX with AJ McCall. Three headlines, please. Okay, headline number one an unflushed toilet sparks a plunger swinging brawl between two roommates. I. As it would. I'll get into that. No, that's fine. I'll oh, get into okay. That. All right. There's story one. Story number two there was a vehicle that swerved to avoid Chipmunk and crashed into the side of a brick building. I haven't been there exactly, mm. but yeah, got it. Uh huh. And headline number three, a lawyer tried to arrange his own death earlier this month. Uh, the hitman botched it. So, uh, whoops. That's not funny, but. No. He, did he Craigslist some? Like, every time we have a hitman story, somebody Craigslist some. And, like, I don't know where you go to find a hitman, but I definitely wouldn't go to Craigslist. Like, it'd be like going to the Facebook marketplace, like, hey, can someone knock off grandma? Like, it's I, just not going to go well. No. Um,. I, I don't know. I don't know where he arranged it at. I'm looking. I'm looking around to see what I can find, but uh, there you go. Three crazy stories. You know, once upon a time, McCall and myself stumbled across a statistic that said most millennials are counting on uh, inheritance to become wealthy. Mm-hmm. And the question was, where? Mm-hmm. AJ McCall at VFX. Well, I, I think I figured it out. In Florida, at least, it's insurance fraud. Well, yeah, in Florida or not. Yeah. Cam, you would not. You would never commit Florida. Or Florida. You would never commit Florida. You would never commit insurance fraud, right? Never, unless I lived in Florida. Well, yeah. There you go. 
There we go. <laughs> full stories, please. Okay, story number one. Some guy got into a fight with his roommate last Thursday after refusing to flush the toilet. <laughs> I mean, that's it's a reasonable fight, that part. I mean, yeah. So he refused to flush. She asked him several times. So oh, it started a fight. Yep. She ended yep. up having to use a plunger to defend herself. <laughs> so I just. Uh, the real question is, do you think she left a passive aggressive note once, no. twice, thrice? Mm-mm. She went no. straight to the plunger fight. No, she told him. She told him to stop. And so then he apparently spit on her while they were arguing. Okay. Now, yeah, so that's too far. she picked up the plunger and started swinging at him to keep him away. So. <laughs> All right. Story one. Story number two, a vehicle swerved to avoid a chipmunk on Monday and crashed into the side of a brick building. Thankfully, nobody was injured, but uh, I'm going to say, I don't know for a fact, but looking at this car and this brick building uh, totaled. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like brick beats car. Yeah. Uh, having been there, according to the McCall Taylor, you're supposed to run over everything. I, it's right safer, it. dude. It's just Power a safer through. move. You should not be swerving because then you can overcorrect and whatever. Anyway. Then we got story number three. There is a lawyer who managed to, well, he tried to arrange his own death earlier this month so his son would get a $10 million life insurance payment. But the hitman that he hired botched it. The lawyer survived and has been charged with uh, insurance fraud. Look, I know what we're all thinking. It's Florida not. Like, what an idiot. But man, does that dude love his son. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I guess that uh, the shooter was also charged with assisted suicide, insurance fraud, several other counts of... Bad stuff. I don't know where they hired him from. I'm, That's, ju- I'm just assuming Craigslist. I, Craigslist. Yeah, I don't know. He, he, yeah. I I got nothing. Anyway, there you go. Three crazy stories. This reminded me once upon a time, I saw one of those life insurance commercials when I was a kid, and I told my dad, I was like, you should get that. Now looking back, back on it, I'm like, that was probably a little it's bit probably creepy. probably mean, yeah. A little bit creepy. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, no doubt that story number three, that dude loves his kid. So I think it's... Probably one or three, Cam. I mean, what do you think? <laughs> I'm going with number one. Number one. Ooh, the underdog. Well, you know, you think about it. As much as there is a criminal, obviously, in story number three, it's based on a parent's love. So if those could cancel out, number one is just gross with spitting and plungers and not flush toilet. Ugh, disgusting. McCall, is it story number one? It is. Congratulations. Woo! We've got you hooked up with a Johnny O'Spud Nuts gift card. Hang on the line. And we'll grab some info from you, okay? Yeah. Nice. How many passive-aggressive notes do you think it would normally take? Not in Florida, not because it was Florida story, but how many passive-aggressive notes do you think it would normally take before you're allowed to start swinging plungers at someone? Uh, I think it depends on what the situation is. Like not flushing the toilet once, not unloading the dishwasher five? Like that a fair? Mm, yeah, probably. Measure it out. This That's is how like we'll measure it. Three passive-aggressive notes worth of plunger. Yeah. Congratulations, Cam. Woods to Stranger Bridge Lit Florida, not on VFX. McCall, we have been attacked. What? The internet put out a list of things that millennials as kids were terrified of that oh, were cool. harmless. I can't wait. And I is thought, stickers on that list. Wow. Sticker you were afraid of stickers? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go over it again, but I'm gonna guess no. Oh. I'm gonna guess no that stickers is not on the list. You were afraid of stickers? Well, yeah, we can talk about it later. It's a whole mess. Stickers did not make the list of things that millennials were supposedly afraid of growing up. So, cool. AJ and McCall at VFX, if you could elaborate, please, before I get into how the internet's attacking us. Well, okay. So, I love stickers. I think they're really cool and they're really cute. And I'm always, ever since I was little, I've always loved them. But then I've been like, This sounds terrifying, right? Stop it. But ever since I was little, I was always like, Okay, but what if, what if 
I put the sticker somewhere and then it's not a good place for the sticker because I can't put it on the outside of a notebook because like th- then I'll use up the entire notebook and then I can't ever use that sticker again and then I can't peel it off because if I peel it off then I can't re-stick it and so I I can't I stickers have ruined my life wow I don't okay like stickers that is no that's that's anxiety that's not a fear of stickers that's just a fear that's anxiety oh okay that is all that is fun now, the internet came after us because it released a list of quote things that terrified millennials that are actually harmless like stickers? quicksand <laughs> carnivorous man-eating plants being everywhere Dude, you live yeah they're tiny, right? Like you just punch them, like you flick them, and they're done. like. But yeah, I, I like thought they were huge. huge, right? Yeah, thanks, Little Shop of Horrors. Uh, one that got me actually this past week was thinking that your shoe was gonna get stuck in the escalator. The yep. shoes I wear when I travel have a bad habit of coming untied. Yes, and since I take train systems all the time, especially in Europe, I've like legitimately multiple times like, all right, I gotta make sure to jump at the end because I don't want to get my shoe sucked in to the escalator, and then all of a sudden, oh no. <laughs> I'm I'm looking something up really fast because I'm really curious about this because like I have a very distinct memory of somebody that got like stuck in an elevator nobody, or escalator. Wait, nobody needs that information. No, I have like a very distinct memory of it, but I don't know that this actually happened. McCall going to reinforce that fear. Also on the Why list. Why am I looking at this? Uh, worrying that swallowed gum would stay in your stomach for seven years. Bingo. Worried that swallowed seeds would grow in your belly. I mean, how many times? Like, ugh, watermelon, the worst, right? Yeah. You make it just, be- oh, I swallowed a seed. <laughs> Good gosh. I swear this, this happened. So, so like, what, what, what was this? Was this like a cruel prank that was played on us collectively? If we all share these fears and they were actually harmless, like the Bermuda Triangle and how much of a huge concern it was going to be for everybody. Why? Was it just a collective joke society played on millennials? Or like, <laughs> they're going to eat seeds, they're not going to swallow gum, they're going to be terrified of escalators. Like, why? Why is this a thing? I don't know. Because, yes, quicksand, uh, carnivorous plants, the Bermuda Triangle, all things I thought I'd have to deal with extensively as an adult. I also thought, like, I was going to spontaneously combust at any given moment. Also true. 100%. With yeah. the amount of stop, drop, and roll I learned, I was also quite sure my car was going to get struck by lightning at some point, or I was going to drive <laughs> so over. Some stupid safety or, videos. Yeah, or or make sure you got it. You can't touch the car and touch, the ground at the same time. Don't touch any metal. Oh, don't my touch gosh, any yes. metal. Or or that like a down power line was going to fall on my car. And I know that that happens. I know it happens. So I'm grateful for the safety videos because it's like, well, what do you do in this situation? But I'm like. A hundred, I was like a hundred percent certain that every single one of these things was going to happen to me in my life. I am now like unpacking. I didn't go to therapy this week. I am now unpacking all kinds of reasons as to why I'm anxious and why stickers are such an anxiety filled moment for me. Society played a cruel joke on us. I thought it'd be hilarious if we were terrified of these things that were never going to come up again. Oh, rude. Never going to come up again. Rude. Speaking of things that should come up again, apparently there's a hack to get you anywhere you want totally free. Ooh. Fresh off the Stranger Bridge in Florida or not, something a little bit more pleasant would be, you know, Disney World. There are nice things in Florida. Yeah. I feel like every once in a while we got to say something nice, otherwise people from Florida call us as they have before oh. and get mad at the AJ and McCall show. And we say, I'm really sorry, but, you know, your laws just say that you- Proof is in the headlines, We, we can tell all of the dumb things. But did you see, speaking of Disney World, that someone- 
was able to get their hands on a special iPad that only tour guides had and then used it to VIP cut their way in front of every line multiple days in a row. No. So that, of course, like, I would love a fast pass to any theme park that I went to. But For sure. it's like, uh, they ain't cheap. No. But I saw the other day something that is cheap to cut. I don't know if you saw this because you're on TikTok way more than I no, am. All the time. Did you see the guys who discovered the hack to get into any building you want for free? No. Ever. If you carry a ladder, no one will ever stop you. I watched the video. The guys did it. They tried movie theaters. Interesting. Three different movie theaters. They walked in and one of them, the guy even just opened the door for him to let him in. They did it all three times. That's crazy. And I was like. And now the now the service industry is like, darn you, Adrian McCall, stop talking. Well, I I mean, I, I was talking to producer Butters about it when I got back from vacation. I was like, did you see this? Uh-huh. You know, he watches, he stumbles across the occasional TikTok For video. Sure. And he didn't see it either. And I was like, I mean, it makes sense. It totally makes sense. Because like, part of it is you walk through with the confidence of you just, you're supposed to be there. And people, I think, respond people to like, that. Oh, yeah. Got it. But like who at any given time knows what construction is going on wherever? True. It's very true. I, it would totally work in this building. Yeah. Like, once every two days, someone walks in. I'm like, who is who that? Who is that? We have no idea. We never have any idea. So now I kind of want to test it, but I also kind of don't want to get caught if it doesn't go well. Uh, yeah, I think that would probably get kind of ugly. Do you have to be a person that looks like you work construction, or is it is it a generic enough job that like I could if I just walk through with confidence with a ladder in my hand? Mm, I mean, I think the confidence part is what you'd have to sell on it for the most part because it, AJ carrying a ladder, I don't imagine going very confidently. <laughs> Sorry, AJ. Add like, that to the list of millennial fears. I'm just, I'm just Ladders. saying. I just don't think I just don't see AJ grabbing a ladder and being like, ah, look how confident I am. Me with and this. my two-step ladder. Yeah, I uh yeah, I don't I don't see you carrying a ladder very confidently. Me and my high chair. <laughs> I think it would work. Uh you know what's crazy to me? Last time I was not this past time on vacation, lucky enough, I didn't see a fight. My sister in law and brother saw one and nobody stopped it. They just watched these two French dudes wail on each other. Okay. So we were talking about it. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sad I missed it. There was a statistic about fights. The United States of America is a very violent country. Oh. If I was to yeah. ask you, percentage-wise, how many people you think in this country have gotten into a fight? Into a fight. One quarter, half, mm, 75%. 96%. Okay, so it's a little bit lower than that. McCall oh. shot a little high on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking like high school, man. <laughs> Everybody I went to high school with in Bear River was like... Bam! Okay, so there it is. So Bear River, that makes sense. Bear River accounts for most of the statistic that still blew my mind. Yeah. I think a quick point of clarification is needed. Does it count as being in a fight if you don't throw any offense? Like, well, if you get, like, jumped and punched in the face a bunch, are you still in a fight? Well, did, did you know, Jake Paul and literally anybody he's ever fought count as a fight? Because, like... Most of the time, it was just running away from punches, so I don't really know. I'm pretty sure that uh, whatever you want to classify that as, then sure. AJ McCall on VFX. By the way, kudos on the Jake Paul diss, always for that. But Thank you. he got really mad at Jimmy Kimmel for throwing a diss his way, so watch out. I'm assuming he's going to be in your mentions at some point later today. Good. <laughs> Great. Any attention is good attention, man. Oh, That's how the Paul brothers operate. That's right. One third of Americans, according to a survey have been in a fight, which to me, I thought that number was crazy high. That means like producer Butters gets in here, 
one third of us has been in a fight. One of us has, and I have, so yes. So, so it tracks, but that's nuts. The question is, though, are they talking physical altercation or are they talking verbal spat? Nope, says right here. Heated arguments don't count. Physical fights, punches thrown. Okay. One third of Americans, including half of men, shocker. <laughs> oh, I never want to guess. I really am <laughs> shocked that that statistic is what it is because... You thought it would be higher? I feel way higher. That's why when AJ initially asked, he said, what do you think? I said, 96%. (laughs) According to McCall, Americans come out of the womb just throwing punches. Like, the doctors better watch that. He's going to catch a haymaker across the nose. Thanks, action movies. I I just feel like more people get into fights. I'm not saying that this is a thing that everybody, this is a rite of passage. You must fight somebody. Kind of seems like that's what you're saying. I'm not. I'm not saying that. Oh, you're 16. All right, go out and punch someone. I'm not saying that at all. All I'm saying is I went to Bear River High School, okay? Everybody was fighting everybody all the time. By the sounds of it, and look, we've done the back-to-school tour there, so I must have missed it. But by the sounds of it, according to McCall, when she went to school, you walked in, you had to duck immediately because someone was swinging. Let me tell you a story. (laughs) Once upon a time, I was mm, probably 15 years old. I had just moved to Bear River High School. I moved to Tremont from Brigham City, and I go to school, and as I'm there, there is a girl, and I remember her distinctly because she apologized later to me in life, and she is like yelling at me about how she's going to fight me, and I was like, why, is, why does she want to fight me? Turns out, it was a boy, some dumb boy, Shocker. that I was like, yeah, I mean, sure, he looks nice, whatever, but I thought he was, I thought he was cute, but... Turns out that was like her stomping ground. And she was like, absolutely not. I'm going to, we're going to throw down over at the garbage can. And I was like, what are you talking about? Some girl in my interior design class is like, you've never been in a fight before. And I was like, no. And she's like, handed her a prison shank. She's like, here's how you hold your fist. And I was like, what? No, no, no. I'm not fighting anybody. All Bear River students, uh, let's get to the theater here. We're going to have an assembly on how to fight. I was like, I don't know how, I'm not going to fight anybody. I'm not fighting anybody. Uh. Flash forward about six months. I met my best friend. Chelsea, shout out Chelsea, because she wanted to fight me over, you guessed it, a boy. Because this stupid boy was playing both of us and was like, oh yeah, she won't leave me alone. Again, shocker. Idiot. Idiot. Again, I just assumed 96% of people have been in fights because this this was my experience in literally a six-month period of time of living in... In Tremonton. Well, let's put it to the test then. You get the over, I've got the under. I think that a third is high for fights. This is a rural area, so I'm definitely going to lose, but I'll take the under to be good sport for the Thermo Fisher poll of the day. Have you been in a physical fight? Punches have to be thrown. I don't mean like a, a bro standoff where you guys puff up like some birds and just jump around a little bit. Have you been in a physical fight? Utah's VFX on our Instagram. You producer Butters has ever been in a fight? I don't know. I'm going to lean no. I'm going to go with no. I feel like I would have heard that story. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Speaking of fights, the internet is roasting a now dad, but at the time a soon-to-be dad because he decided to bring himself some entertainment while in the delivering room. Mm. Moms or dads, 435-787-0945. We will get to the story, but do you have a problem with potential, potential distraction while you wait for the birth of your little baby boy, baby girl, whoever? Four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five.
Let's just start by saying the AJ McCall show would 100% wish for all deliveries of babies to be quick and painless. We're on that side, right? Controversial yeah. opinion. Yeah. AJ McCall at VFX. But my understanding is not always the case. It's sometimes a waiting game. It takes a, it takes a little bit of time. So scrolling across the internet as a gamer myself, certain buzzwords catch my eye. Xbox caught my eye because one uh, now dad, now dad got busted on the internet and roasted because... He went into the hospital with his uh, lady. She was uh, having labor or going into labor. She was in the room, and he was playing video games. And commenters lit him up saying, how disrespectful. I'd be embarrassed when the doctor comes in, yada, yada, yada. Okay. I don't have a problem with it because, like, if it's a long thing, dude's staying, staying grounded. Dude's playing his game. I mean, yeah. Sounds like that's not as confident as mine. It's not. It's really not. Care My, to elaborate? Uh, sure. Um, when it comes to this long process of giving birth, as uh, which I have never done, okay? So take that Nor for what I, it's worth. Nor I, just for clarity's Nor sake. AJ. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> I feel like if I'm in it, you're in it too. Period. Takes two to tango, sis. Okay? So... You were a part of this process. <laughs> You're going to be a part of this process as well. Okay. I don't want to go through the labor pains. I'm sure of it. I'm sure I'm not going to be sitting there like, oh man, can't wait to do that next week. Like, no, no. So if I got to go through it, you got to go through it too. And you got to be in it in the moment. <laughs> hey, sorry. You're over there struggling. I'm going to play Xbox. Oh man, I got killed. For what it's worth. McCall's consistent on this. She did roast Yee when he was playing Connect Four with his friends. Freaking yay, dude. I'm going to... Oh, it's worth. Such Kim, idiot. Kim was not giving birth in that situation. It's true. It's worth. There was a surrogate, yeah. but still, <laughs> nonetheless. <laughs> Jack's on the line. Jack's what What's do you up? think? Internet's roasting this guy. Uh, all I got to say is, why? You know? Under pressure. Stressed out. You got to get something to get the stress off. And let's not forget that the rank don't stop. The game does not stop. It's playing men. You got to keep going got to keep moving up the charts and it doesn't stop for your baby yes i know it sounds terrible but i feel like you know someone would understand <laughs> no i want to separate my point from jack's point just so we're clear okay um mm, okay hmm thanks jack really strange yeah thanks Jax, for calling um <laughs> wow i can't be- oh man you are under so much mm, tremendous stress i'm sorry Oh, poor baby. Oh. Look, McCall, just because just because Stupid. men aren't going through the physical pain doesn't mean they also don't have anxiety about the situation. Look, I'm sure you got anxiety about the situation. I'm sure you do. I'm, I'm sure that's... Look, okay? Yes. However, like... <sighs> Zen, if you cannot be within the moment with your lady that is going through these... Physical pains. Why are you having a kid? Why? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Leave like a big, big leap to me. Six eight two five five. The number to text. Start your text with VFX. Here's a text message. It says, honestly, I didn't mind that at all. When I was having birth, I told my husband to bring the Nintendo Switch so we could play Mario Kart when I go into labor. Fun. That's great. I'm just saying, you, if you it's a, bust out a game of Uno, you know, a little bit of a distraction may not be a terrible thing. If it's a if it's a joint conversation that you have beforehand, sure. But like, if 
if I were to have a baby and Dustin were to roll up with a Xbox, first of all, I'd be like, where'd you get that? You don't play video games. But I'd also be like, um, no, absolutely not. Mm-mm. 68255, the number to text, start your text with VFX. Ladies, the fella had some kind of video game system in there while the whole baby delivering process was going on. Would you be upset? 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. While you're thinking about that, please ponder the idiots that are part of Park Lurks. Everyone Oof. can agree that they're definitely dumb. Oof, yes. Have you gotten your vote in? Because tomorrow we find out who's the worst Parker in Cache Valley. Utah's VFX It's pinned to the top of our Facebook page. Time for I'm A-OK. Actually, speaking of A-OK, somebody else texted it, so they'd be A-OK with the Xbox in the delivery room. AJ McCall, VFX. Dad got roasted on the internet. Texter said, honestly, it wouldn't bother me. Labor could be 30-plus hours. May as well have something to pass the time. Obviously, wouldn't be playing when it got close and I was pushing, but to pass the long periods of time, I think it's fine. I mean, you'd hope that he wouldn't be playing when you're close and he's pushing, but like... Hey, like like Jack said on the phone, and he was like, "The play never stops, ranks never stop." You can't pause. You can't pause online games. Just so we're clear, like let me finish this round. No, my buddy actually, uh, when when I moved here, one of my best friends had. I'm just gonna call her my goddaughter. She was born uh, the month I moved here. He went into the hospital. They took the he took the Xbox, so we could still chat with him and find out what was going on, and still keep his mind off what was going on. So I'm just saying. Park Narc says what we're talking about now. Thank yes, you for the, yes. the comments. You can still, of course, text 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. Utah's VFX on Facebook. Which nominee annoys you the most? Nominee number one is apparently a Honda Civic that I didn't realize got this new kind of black paint that lets it blend in with the asphalt so you can't see it when it parks like a total tool. Mm-hmm. Because they got through a four-way intersection and were like, cool, park. Good. I'm good right here. This is fine. They're legitimately seemingly on the road. And then, and if they're not, if it is a parking lot, which some have asked, they're in the driveway. So either way, they're inconveniencing a lot of people. And then nominee number two, the Rubicon, who decided that the get a hyped up by the fact that it can drive anywhere, also means it can park anywhere. Sure can. Stripey lines. I mean, hey, special needs parks here. They said no. <laughs> and I- and Rubicons, right? Like that's <laughs> in the fine print. Yes. Yes. Tomorrow we find out which is the most annoying. Parking parking job in Cash Valley this week. Vote Utah's VFX pinned to the top of our Facebook page. The winner, of course, is going to get rewarded for finding terrible parking as we try to clean up the valley. You see terrible parking, safely take a picture and send it to Facebook, to Twitter, to Instagram. We'll find it either way. Utah's VFX and you could be playing Park Narks. On the subject of delivery, since we were having this discussion, Huge VFX, AJ McCall Show, congratulations to our very own Jen. Yes. You don't know, she's on After We Are, and she finally announced yesterday to the world she's expecting. Yay! I'm so happy for her. She's adorable. She's amazing. Her family is so sweet. Like, love them. We got into discussion, right? This is kid number two for her. Mm -hmm. About, uh, you know, do you feel like you're prepared for the second one having had the first one? She said, yeah, you know. I think you kind of get all the things down and you know where some of the tra- the traps are. I said, well, you ever had any of those moments where, like, the kid said something or did something, like, pointed at something that creeped you out? She said, no, like, that never happens. I was like, wait a minute. Somebody's lying to me then. Yep. Either it happens or it doesn't. But oh, it does. That's what I thought. It does. And that's what we're going to get into for the debate at eight. You've got a story to share of your kid creeping you out. 435-787-0945. Congratulations once again to the very lovely Jen, who is on after the AJ McCall show at VFX. She announced yesterday 
she's expecting. Now, it's going to be kid number two for her. We got into discussion, right? Because she talks about boogs, as she calls them, mm-hmm. all the time. And maybe it's just one of those things where I heard enough stories and I just assumed it was common occurrence. But I thought that a lot of parents had encounters with their kids in some capacity where there was like some kind of creepy instance, an imaginary friend. They are talking to something that like isn't actually there. Am I wrong? Like, I feel like I hear those stories semi regularly. I think they're pretty uh, common. Like, for example, I mean, at my house, I have friends who will bring like their kids over or whatever. And sometimes they just like look up and I'm like, all right, right. cool. So I, whatever. I, I asked, I was like, are you, if you did ever happen, did you have a second kid? She's like, that doesn't ever happen. I was like, no, 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 no. I know I've heard stories of the time. Like I don't have a kid of my own. So I'd be like, well, this one time, but I like, I feel like it totally happens. So luckily we've got people nice enough waiting on the line. If you've got a story to share of a kid creeping you out. Four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five. But Scott, what what happened with you? So growing up, my daughter's favorite movie was Child's Play. She'd watch it all day, every day. Like it was just it was creepy that by itself. But then one day, I was working nights and I was sleeping during the day, and I wake up. She has both of her hands on my chest, and she's doing the chant to transfer her soul into mine. Ade Dewe Dumbala, and like raises her hand in the air. She says, "Give me the power, I beg of you," and she's just like. Totally serious, wants my body. No. Random question, maybe. Maybe. Why why did the the kid get to watch the Chucky movie? Dude, I have no idea. Chucky terrifies me, by the way. So much. Like, doll or not. Like, as an adult, I I realize, I rectify the fact that I can just punt him. But for so long, terrified me. I had a friend in in high school. I stayed the night at his house one time, only once, because he had one of those Chucky dolls you could buy at Spencer's forever. Yeah. I was like, nope. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. Don, that was the last time. Yeah. Yeah, that's terrifying. Like, how do you rectify that? Like, all right, we're gonna just we're gonna we're gonna dip you in a bath. Yep. Holy water. See ya. Make sure it's fine. How <laughs> how did your kid creep you out? Dan, what's your story? All right, so it came to a point in our life where my wife and I had to move in with her great grandmother in this creepy old house. And uh we had been experiencing some a few things here and there, and I come down to the basement, that's where we were staying at ceiling having a conversation. I said, Son, what are you doing? He goes, I'm Talking to the people. Um, you're talking to what people? He goes, the people who live here. I was like, you mean great-grandma? He goes, no, the mom and the dad and the two kids. And then that night, we're laying in bed. Now, keep in mind, grandma's in a walker. She's 90 years old. And we hear footsteps running across the floor back and forth for like the three hours. We went upstairs, and there was nobody up there. My son was fast asleep. That kind of the. I mean, did the kids stir it, or was like that? Because like, isn't that one of the things they say? Pets and kids have a little, little bit easier connection to the supernatural, or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. That's bad. Burn the house down. That's not Burn good. The house down. Not good. Okay. See, I knew. I knew. Jen was one hundred percent wrong. In fact, you know, I'm gonna message my buddy who has a kid and ask him. Okay. How did your kid creep you out? See something? They have an imaginary friend. What what happened? I knew I wasn't wrong about these stories about kids. Obviously being creepy, but having creepy moments. Moments, yeah. For the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. So uh, I texted my buddy's got a kid. I said his daughter's name's Lily. Hey, has Lily ever done anything to creep chat? He said no, not yet. <laughs> I mean, he expected something at yeah. some point. Yeah. This is after Jen, who uh, does middays on after us on VFX. Said, no, nah, it never happens. It doesn't. So first, let's get to uh, Kelsey on the phone. Kelsey, what's your story? Um, about 
six months ago we were talking about how he was born in like a non, you know, birds and bees kind of way. And he had told me that he could have broken my bones on his way out. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> he was nine, nine and a half pounds. But how would he even think about to say that, which is super creepy. And I was just like, yeah, thanks. That's nuts. I'm concerned that of the three stories, of the three calls we've heard from thus far, like two of the three are kind of violent. Just something to maybe keep an eye on. Yeah. But so I don't know if this is passed on genetically or around family or whatever, but Ashley texted me, my girlfriend. So she's worked with special needs kids like since she was in high school. She said once uh, she used to babysit some kids who were nonverbal. She said they used to stare up at the ceiling. They'd point and make noises like they were trying to talk. And I'd wave my hands. I'd try to get their attention. I couldn't snap them out of it. And then after whatever happened was done, they just go back to what they were doing like normal. Hmm. Interesting. My mom texted me to remind me. That once upon a time, my littlest sister, once upon a time, walked in the living room holding our chihuahua at the time, like this, with her hands encupped in a circle. The dog's head was sticking through. And when asked why she did it, she said, Ricky Box told me to do it, which is her imaginary friend. That's dangerous. I repressed that one. Thanks, Ugh. Mom. That one's scary. <laughs> uh, so... I think we could safely conclude that Jen is absolutely full of baloney and has just somehow skirted into this lucky area where her kid at this point has not done anything that has creeped her out. Yeah. If you have any stories to share, uh, as terrifying as they are. Yes. We are a family. We can handle it. 435-787-0945, the number to, to call. Do you ever have an imaginary friend or all that? No, growing up, I, never, I don't think I ever did. Not I that always, I can remember. I was always jealous of kids that said they had imaginary friends. Because mm. I never had one. And I was like, oh, it'd be so cool. And then, no. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Going from creepy, let's uh, go back to the positive. In fact, how about sounds? Instead of talking to something that's not there, footsteps that belong to apparently no one, mm-hmm. the sounds that actually make you happy. Oh, okay. AJ McCall on VFX. Did you know... Look, I love music as much as, well, I take that back. I love music a fair amount. Probably not as much as Producer Butters and McCall both do. But apparently the number one way to, quote, let your hair down, let your hair down, is to listen to music. Okay. Which to me, like, that doesn't make sense because, like, letting your hair down is always a a saying that's, like, to be yourself for a second. Like, who's, who's afraid of playing, like, old music at this point? Like, we've all accepted it, right? You can play Nickelback right now, and people may may like elbow you and be like, "Oh, who put on this crap?" But the second you start getting the, this is how everybody's gonna sing it. Don't don't tell me you won't sing that song. You're a liar. So I just thought that was nuts. But the list was put out of uh, the um, sounds that trigger happy memories, and number one is an old song you love. Okay, I'm totally with that. Reasonable. Birds chirping was three. I said total crap. Well, I yeah. Nobody- there's there's something about. Maybe like getting in touch with nature more so than anything that triggers happy memories. So I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Mostly birds chirping in the morning. This is how I know that I am not a morning person. 100%. Because sometimes when the birds are chirping and I'm up in the morning and I haven't had coffee, very important, haven't been caffeinated, I just want to punch them in the face. I just like... It triggers out of nowhere. Maybe maybe like the first bird chirp of the year. Like, oh, spring, yay. But like three or four in, pass. No, I'm good. It's not like I don't enjoy it because I enjoy it. Mostly it's just like white noise, though. Because I've kind of, I've heard it and I'm just used to it, I guess. (laughs) 
Uh, what did make the list, by the way, number 18 in the top 20, was uh, the radio playing in the background. Utah's VFX, that's one Man. of the best ways to trigger happy memories, whether it's me getting pied in the face, McCall sliding down a mountain, which, by the way, out of all the things we've done, Ugh. like my calves and quads were on fire the day we did the uh, dunk tank at Weenie Wednesday. Still wouldn't trade that for McCall sliding down uh, Cherry Peak. I had to roll down the mountain. It was like March-ish, Mm-mm. and it was awful. Mm-mm. It wasn't slush. No. no. No, it was like yeah. that icky, gross snow that it's like nobody wants to do anything with. Like it's like really wet still, but it's pokey ice. <laughs> you looked like you had gotten in a fight with a raccoon. Oh, it like, was that's awful. That's what it looked like. It oh, was bad. It was terrible. I hated it. <laughs> I hated everything about it. So while we're dispelling things, how about the common saying everybody knows, right? More money, more problems. Yes. But is that actually true? Like, if you have more money, you really have more problems. Mm. Yeah, but according to the saying, according to Notorious B.I.G., more money, more problems, Travi and Bruno. It's true. AJ McCall at VFX. Of the, everybody knows the saying, right? It's a great song. It's a common vernacular at this point. More money, more problems. But is that actually the case? If you right now, all of a sudden... Boss came in and be like, you know what? Underappreciated you. Here's a hundred thousand dollars more a year. Okay. You gonna have more problems with that hundred thousand dollars that comes in? Um yes. Here's yes. here's the thing. Statistically speaking, the reason why people end up blowing all of their money when they win the lottery is because they have passed money baggage and money problems because they're, you know, uncomfortable with having excess money at the end of the month. They have these past stories that they've told themselves about money. And so, yes, I think, I think the answer is yes. I just think that it's, it's more money, more amplified issues that you already have. See now, now I'm in trouble because you boxed me into a corner here because my answer was going to be no, except for mismanaging your money. Because me, to me, the biggest problem you run into with more money, because everybody at some capacity, ideally, would earn more money. Like, whatever you earned as in high school, I'm assuming you earn more now, hopefully, fingers crossed. Right. And the issue I think a lot of people run into, especially younger, is that you stop living within your means. Yes. Like, when I first got my first job, like, I was like, yeah, I've got disposable income now. I'm so buying much, whatever I want. So much dollars. And it happens in, in uh, ideally, smaller capacities each time I make maybe a little bit more. But now that you said that, I'm like, well, then I guess technically my answer has to be, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess more money, answer, more problems. The answer is yes, because I, I've been listening to a couple of different books, actually, that have to do with uh, all about this, all about unblocking your like money issues and realizing where they're all coming in and why you do what you do and whatever. And so, yes, I think the answer, I think the answer is yes, because we're not really trained about financial literacy very well. Sorry. Biggest thing you really could do to save you that's worked for me is that you need to, if you get it, just like any other habit, if you get into the habit of saving, it becomes second nature. Right. So do that. According to a survey, though, 12% of people said more money means more stress. 60% said, nah, it's not true. And 28% said, I don't know. Which sounds like it's followed up by, why don't you put some in my hand and I'll figure it out. Yeah, basically. I need to do a little bit more research on the subject. How about right here? Yeah. Put that in my hand. I just think at the end of the day, people don't actually think about money and they don't really care to think about it because they're just familiar with uh, uncomfort and they're more comfortable with that. I mean, that's 
I think that's reasonable. I believe, I can't remember what it is, but there's a statistic out there. A very big percentage of people don't know at any given time how much money is in their accounts, which to me is mind-boggling. Yep, because it scares people to look at it because they don't know what they're what to expect. Sorry, Notorious B.I.G. McCall says, you right. Yep, I do. I do say you right. <laughs> VFX's Facebook roulette with AJ and McCall. What have you shared that we think is absolutely hilarious and needs to be shared as well? AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, friends with us. We could possibly find it. McCall, what do you got? Well, mine's not hilarious. Like, mine's, I think, more inspiring. But, okay. Jim shared a post that says, compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who someone else is today. It's just a good reminder. I think it's very important to remember that you are comparing yourself to somebody else's chapter 20 when you're on chapter one is not fair. Fair enough. Mine is uh, coming for you. Mine is attacking. Oh, uh, okay, great. I, I my friend Brittany. It says, me, big city driving, scary, sad face. Me on country back roads, takes a sharp curve going 90 <laughs> miles per hour. Yeehaw! I saw this, and I love everything about it because it's so true. Facts. It's so true, and you can win because I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fun fact, 100%, Ashley will not drive in big cities. Same. All the ones we visited, I have to do it. Yep. Ashley, 90 miles per hour, any road, anywhere else in the state of Utah. She's Bingo. Good with it. Yep. Bingo. McCall's going to be broadcasting live today from Vintage Market Days. Of course, that's going on for the next three. And then again, just a reminder of all the cool stuff that's going on this weekend, Vintage Market Days included. Yes. There's the Pride Fest. There's yes. the Latin Festival. There's the Walk to End Alzheimer's that's happening on Saturday as well. Tons and tons. We're going to be at all of them. We figured out how to shapeshift, and we're going to be at every single one of them. So make sure you check out utahsvfx.com anytime you're looking for whatever's going on in the community. You can stream us online there. Search for AJ and McCall anywhere the podcasts are and across Facebook and Instagram for our social media. Other than that, enjoy. I mean, get ready for sweater weather. Just I feel like I need oh. to remind everyone because my dad, like if this happened at home, mm-hmm. my dad would call me mm-hmm. and then he'd be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe the weather dropping back. I know. There's no way that we could have known it was coming. Oh. Never. I'm just really excited. I love sweater weather. It's my hands down favorite. Am I going to go get a new sweater? Probably. Tell tomorrow for the AJ McCall show. Go get a new sweater for sweater weather and don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.